The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and it is presented by BetOnline.ag. Always, they are your online sportsbook experts, and they've got the promo code podcast one for the 50% welcome bonus and we'll have Dave Mason from betonline.ag in a matter of seconds minutes something he's Steve Fezzik the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl it's undisputed of professional football gambling it's the super contest at the Westgate he's the man you need to go ahead and follow him on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. I'm Ross Tucker. I'm the man on this podcast this year, and I'm the man with the plan when it comes to podcasts in general. Ross Tucker Football Podcast is daily for your football fix. Fantasy Feast, we're all over that, as well as, of course, the Even Money and the College Draft Podcast. Check them all out. At Ross Tucker NFL is where you can find me on social media. He is... At Fezzik Sports, I already mentioned that, but our producer, Brian, and all of our shows can be found at RTF Podcast. Speaking of where people can be found, how about Capricorn? Let's talk about making money from Super Bowl props. Live event, Sunday, January 26th, 10 days from now in Newark, called Capricorn.com. That's C-A-P-P-E-R-C-O-N.com. One more time, it's CapperCon.com. They'll have a live panel with three professional bettors. You will get winning plays from three of the best bettors in the business. Go to CapperCon.com for all of the details. You can also win a free entry into the Westgate Super Contest that Steve dominates. Worth 2000 along with other great prizes for attending. If you want to make more money, on betting on this year's Super Bowl, you should attend CapperCon.com, January 26th in Newark, New Jersey. Full details of this live event can be found at CapperCon.com. 
All right, now we're joined by Dave Mason. Always good to be joined by our buddy from betonline.ag, where all of you can use the promo code PODCAST1 to get a 50% 5-0 welcome bonus. I'm kind of surprised, Dave, you still come on the show with how bad I've been killing you guys all year, uh, now up 26 units for the season. I would have thought you would have boycotted it or not wanted to come. I mean, the more people listen to the show, Dave, the more money we're stealing from you guys. Yeah, you know, I, I thought about that. I was like, I got to start going on there and giving them false information. I don't know what we got to do, but uh, congratulations on your uh, your football season. Thankfully, we have a few more customers than you, so we can get some other action. <laughs> so I did want to ask um, – on the national championship game, how you guys did there and what was most of the money on LSU laying the points as the favorite or did a lot of people like Clemson getting the points? Now nah, we, we got beat up. Um, we, we, we lost big on the spread, lost on the total. Money line was good. Uh, so, yeah, the Clemson betters, they were betting them to win outright, the guys that were on class. I think 80% of the um, – Spread action was on LSU, but it might have came down a little bit game day. Seventy-two uh, percent, something like that, rings a bell. But the money line, we um, Clemson, that we we did well there. Uh, another way we got beat was the futures too. Um, people counted LSU early in the season when they had long odds, and uh, that that stung a bit. We we were in the red pretty big on LSU. Clemson would have been a nice win. So overall, the national championship wasn't that great, but. Divisional round uh, weekend was really, really great. So, what well, we win some, you lose some in this game. What? Why was the divisional round so great? Oh wow! The Ravens going down for one. Uh, the Packers taking out the Seattle. Three of the four games we won. Those two were really big. Uh, the game we lost, the first game of the weekend, San Fran. We we, we didn't even lose that big. It wasn't even that bad. So, yeah, and the action is great. I mean, the action just keeps coming in. It's, it's through the roof. It's more action than we had last year, and uh, you get those big decisions like the Ravens losing outright, um, and, and and again that Packers. Everybody was on Seattle money line too, and, and those two big decisions were just massive. Awesome, uh, interesting to hear that, uh, Steve. Any questions for Dave going into this weekend? I would just want to ask him about his teaser exposure with two seven to seven and a half point favorites at what point dave do you look at you what your exposure is going to be if san fran and kansas city both win and is it literally just too big for the book to handle how do you manage that well it's not too big for the book to handle but uh it's big i mean i kind of giggled there when you brought that up because i was literally looking at that exposure about 15 minutes ago so so yeah, I mean, the, the, first of all, we, as we already, I think we've discussed on this program many times before. Whenever those spreads are right in that six point to nine point range, I mean, people just tease those those um, favorites down across, you know, uh, seven and three, or not not all of them cross seven and three because some of them are six point six and a half points, but they cross that three. Um, so yeah, we're no different here. So when, when you saw those two seven and a half point spreads. You know they're going to be popular tease games, and sure enough, 72% of the teaser money is on both favorites this weekend, the Chiefs 
getting teased down and the Niners getting teased down. So, you know, it, it is what it is. It's just when you have those spreads, you got to root for one of these teams to uh, win, win at one of the dogs to win outright or, you know, lose by a point or whatever it may be. Um, you know, you got that's the thing. I mean, it's kind of a what do you do from a strategic standpoint? Do you, do you, you, you make the spread higher and then, then you might be exposed to sharp money on the other side. No, I mean you just you just play the game, man. You put that spread where it should be and let the teasers fall where they're going to help fall. Like like I said, Ravens game. That's a big part of that Ravens huge win last week. I mean everybody had that the Ravens teased down. Ten point teasers were huge last week because everybody teasing the Razors, the Ravens down with the with the Chiefs down. So you know. You win some big ones like that. You lose some big ones. If we lose both these this weekend, it'll be a big loss in teasers. But you just got to keep thinking long term. What What's it looking like uh, this weekend, other than the teaser exposure, Dave? I think at one point one of the lines was seven and went back up to seven and a half. So the money's been coming in on the favorites, huh? Yeah, well, sharp money. I mean, it's both both were seven at one point with our house. Um, there is some sharp action on the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs minus seven that bumped it up real quick, but yeah, the majority action is on the um, both favorites. Sixty-four percent of the money is on the Forty ers minus seven and a half, and sixty-seven percent of the money is on the Chiefs minus six and a half. So we're going to be room for the dogs, especially you know one of them scores, wins outright. That would be even better just to knock out those teasers. So we'll see. Dave, always appreciate the insight, the information, giving us little tips. Thanks so much. Thank you, fellas. Have a great week, and don't beat us up too bad. Please take it easy on us. Yeah, well, I, I mean, whatever. I w- if I were you guys, I wouldn't retweet this podcast. I wouldn't let anybody know about this podcast because the people that have been following my bets this year, they've been uh, killing you guys at betonline.ag, unfortunately. <laughs> right, well, you're, you. well, you're overdue, so I'm definitely retweeting it. You're overdue. Wall of average. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> All right, fellas. Always good to talk with our buddy Dave Mason. He is fantastic, almost as fantastic as ExpressVPN. So everybody, you've heard me talk about VPNs before. They are virtual private networks that protect your privacy and security online. But I didn't know this until recently, and it can take your TV watching to a whole other level. You can use a VPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. See, ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want the sites to think you're located. And you can choose from almost 100 different countries. So just think about all the different Netflix libraries you can go through. You love Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Boom. Australia Netflix. You love How I Met Your Mother like me? Boom. Germany Netflix. It is that easy and it's also compatible with all your devices. Phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. So watch what you want on the go or on the big screen wherever you are. And if you visit my special link right now, expressvpn.com slash even money, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. So support the show, watch what you want, 
and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash even money. Expressvpn.com slash even money. We teased it a little bit, Steve, and we were joking around about it with Dave Mason, but we had a nice divisional round. You only placed bets on two games, Steve, and you were two for two. Um, I placed bets on three games. I was two and one. It started with the Vikings and the Niners. Wow, man. I had two units on the Vikings getting the six and a half points. Felt pretty good about it. They got dominated, Steve, about as bad as I've ever seen. And it's just so surprising to me coming off that Saints win. The Niners hadn't beat anybody by double digits in like six weeks. And then that happens. I think the Niners really benefited from the fact they got that week off. Remember, the Niners bye week, week four, Ross. Every other NFL playoff team, their bye weeks were week eight or later. So that Niner defense that was leaking oil, I know they got three starters back. They got D Ford back. They got Quan Alexander back. But I still firmly believe that the number one reason that the Niner defense went back to its early season great form was getting that week off in the fresh legs. Certainly appeared to have a major impact. Uh, there is no question, Steve. Uh, it absolutely did. Um, then we get to the Titans and the Ravens. We only had two best bets for the weekend, and we hit on both of them. One of our best bets was the under 47 Titans Ravens. Final score was 28 to 12, so the under hit. I do have to say, though, Steve, it feels like we got a little bit fortunate there because the way the Titans were scoring and 28 points from the Titans, never did I think the Ravens would only score 12 points in that game. Never, never, never did I think the Ravens would only score 12 points. That's number one. And then I think they got like within the Titans' 40-yard line like eight times or something. So is that one of those where we should acknowledge we got lucky, or do you feel like we were on the right side the whole time? I think we got lucky. Baltimore, three turnovers and four failed fourth-down conversions. And I got to tell you, Ross, it seemed like every one of them occurred on the Titans' 20-yard line. So the turnovers, I count a failed fourth down conversion as a turnover. Um, essentially, all of those turnovers happened at the right part of the field, and that's why we were able to survive Baltimore gaining, I think they gained 450 yards, amazing, only 12 points. Yeah, I mean, wow. Uh, we, we lucked out there, uh, which, is, which is nice. We needed those two units. I also had one unit on the Titans getting 10 points, and they won by 16. I mean, that's like historic, right? Very much so. In fact, Baltimore and their team history, 38-0 straight up when laying 10 or more points. Sure look like on those high-leverage plays that Tennessee just sold out that Lamar Jackson was going to run the ball, and they knew where he was running it on fourth down, and uh, that was really the difference. What were your um, big takeaways from the game other than that? Like just in general, I, I felt like that 
the Ravens passed the ball way too much on first down, and they kind of went away from what they they do best. Agree. Gus Edwards and, and um, Ingram together only got nine carries the entire game. So Baltimore just uh, asked Lamar Jackson to do too much. And you know what? When you're running the ball 20 times as a quarterback, that, imp- that hurts your passing. It really does. You're getting hit on literally every play, and I think that had something to do with it. But I do think Derrick Henry is an alien. Third straight game with 30-plus carries, and we've done some research on this. Any other normal back, when they have 30-plus carries in back-to-back weeks, that third week, they regress mightily. Not Derrick Henry. He runs for six and a half yards per carry. It will be interesting to see if he can continue this really unprecedented run for him. Wow, that's really interesting. All right, let's get to the Sunday games. Uh, again, I was up three units for that game, and you were up two. Uh, Houston, Kansas City. We both like the Chiefs laying the points. You put two units on it, Steve. I only put one unit on it. We had them laying nine and a half. They were down 24 to nothing. We were down, Steve, 33 and a half to zip, and we came back to win. I have said on Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL, he's at Fezzik Sports, that I've never seen another game like that where a team had a 24 nothing lead vanish out of thin air, and then they end up getting boat raced by 20 points or more like that. Yeah, the only game that... I could even recall as being at all similar was the 93 Buffalo Houston uh, playoff game. Another Houston game, curiously enough. And of course that game was very close, but um, Buffalo trailed 35 to three, but the feeling was eerily similar when BB stepped out of bounds and then caught the touchdown pass. And it was like, I think 35 to 17, the feeling was, Oh my God, Buffalo is going to win. And I got to tell you, once it was 24, 14, Ross, I had no question in my mind that Kansas City was going to win that game. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, Steve, Bill O'Brien, I mean, there's, I, I, I can live with the field goal on fourth and inches. I can even live with the fake punt because if they got everybody, oh, genius, what a call. But when he was going to punt it with like eight minutes left after the Chiefs had just scored a touchdown on seven straight possessions – and Deshaun Watson had to come over and be like, Coach, what the heck are you doing? And then he calls timeout, and then he goes for it. That's when I realized that guy does not know what he's doing. Yeah, I, the, the biggest problem I had was just not going for it on the fourth and one. How about this, Ross? How about fake the field goal on fourth and one instead of the punt? Because when was the last time you saw any of those fail? They seemingly all work. I, I actually love the fake punt. Um, just a great defensive play on that one. And the, my biggest concern with O'Brien is after the game, instead of saying, you know, we could have made some adjustments and I could have done this better, him saying, well, Kansas City was going to score 50 against us. Uh, that's kind of, I think, throwing your defense under the bus. What do you think? Yeah, it is. I, I mean, he that's just the way he could try to justify his failings to make himself look better. And that's, that's how I look at it. Um, 
So anyway, you won two units there. I won one unit. So for uh, for that game, and we we had a best bet on it. So two for two on our best bets. Uh, we both passed Seahawks and the Packers. I I just totally passed. You leaned Green Bay, and uh, that's that. So for the week, you were up four units, Steve. I was up two units for the year. I am up twenty six big ones. You are up three units. Back in the black after the playoffs, uh, after the divisional round. And for the year, 31 wins, 22 losses, and three pushes on our best bets. So let us get now to the conference championship games, Bri. All right, Ross, why don't you start it off? We, uh, we'll start in the AFC, Tennessee at Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City laying seven and a half points with an over-under of 53. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Chiefs to win the game. Um, I don't know if this is because of the former player in me, Steve, but especially when the line – so let me ask you this, Steve. Here's what I'm thinking. Tell me if there's a smart way to do this. I kind of like both underdogs getting the points. But I also kind of like both favorites to win outright. So what are your thoughts on putting money on the Titans and the Packers getting the points and then also doing a bet, a two-team teaser, Teasing them both down to one and a half and taking the favorites. I actually like it a lot. And the reason is these teaser odds just aren't adjusting enough for how close to the line these playoff games really can fall. So I think there's a really good chance that Kansas City and San Francisco can win this game by three or four or six or seven. So the teaser makes a lot of sense. And also... Um, in terms of risk, you're not really taking that much risk because if both favorites you know, win the game, you win your teaser, um, your biggest risk really, um, you, can't, you can't lose them all. So you can, you, you can go one and two, but you can't go 0 oh and three because obviously if both um, favorites lose the game, you're going to win both of your plus seven and a half bets. So I actually like that betting strategy quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm going to do. And I thought maybe there was something I didn't know that makes it a stupid thing to do. I'm going to go two units on uh, the Titans getting the seven and a half points, two units on the Packers getting this. Well, I'm thinking, man, I'm close. I, I, I just don't know. You know what? I'm doing it. Two units, Titans getting the seven and a half, two units, the Packers getting the seven and a half. And two units on the two-team teaser. Going to go ahead and tease both the Chiefs and the Niners down to minus one and a half. Because I, I, now I wouldn't be shocked if either underdog won. But I do think seven and a half points is a lot. And that there's a really good chance that we can middle this thing. Really good chance that we can middle it and win all three bets. So... There you go. That was easy. Those are my bets. You can start, though, with, uh, with Titans-Chiefs. I do think there is the potential for both these home teams to blow out the other team. I just don't see it happening. Maybe I'm, 
Maybe I'm naive, but I, I don't see it happening. Seven and a half points is a lot. I think the Titans are very smart defensively. They'll keep things in front of them. And I also think that they have a pretty good formula in terms of keeping the ball away from the Chiefs and keeping it in Derrick Henry's belly. All right, I'm going to join you on the two-team six-point teaser. I'll tease Kansas City and San Francisco, both down to minus one and a half. So that is a a two-star play for me, and that is a best bet. The best bet. Now let me get into the actual analysis here, and I guess I'll do both games um, because you already talked about Green Bay, San Francisco. Let me just give the biggest factors. Um, I think fatigue for Tennessee, it is their fourth straight road game. So historically, that has been a very poor spot for any NFL team. And I simply don't want to back a team that has ha- that's been on the road. And think about the unprecedented aspect of this road trip. Tennessee Week 17 has to win at Houston or they don't make the playoffs, more than likely. I guess Pittsburgh wound up losing. But it was a must-win game. And then they go to the defending world champions, the Patriots. They win that game. And they go to the best team in the NFL, Baltimore, those wins are Herculean. And for that team to not have, you know, taken a physical toll on them playing those games and a mental toll also for getting sky high and now you've got to reload again, I think it is very, very difficult. Derrick Henry, three straight games with 30-plus carries. He simply cannot be as good after the beating that he, frankly, delivered but also took with all of those car crash collisions that he has had. So because of that, I've been saying Kansas City's been underrated all year long. Love the fact that um, Mahomes missed three games with Matt Moore and Mahomes was compromised for three games. And frankly, the, the game Tennessee beat Kansas City, that was Mahomes' first game back from the kneecap injury, although Mahomes played very well. Kansas City should have won that game in Tennessee. They had a 98% chance to win with a minute and a half to play. So Kansas City undervalued. Tennessee, I also think, is undervalued because they're so much better with Tannehill. But um, the fact they've got this fatigue, I have to look towards Kansas City, but I'll play them in the teaser. Speaking of comfortable, you seem pretty comfortable with those bets, Steve. I know you're also comfortable with the underwear and undershirts you've been wearing lately, my friend. Let's talk about Tommy John when it comes to comfort down below There's underwear and there's Tommy John, the revolutionary clothing brand that's redefined comfort for Americans everywhere, including me. To put it simply, Tommy John doesn't give an F. They give three Fs. (laughs) Fabric, fit, function. Tommy John obsesses over every little detail and stitch by using proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you have ever worn before. As a result, Tommy John's men and women's underwear sported no wedgie guarantee, comfortable stay-put waistbands, and a range of fabrics that are luxuriously soft, feather-light, moisture-wicking, breathable, and designed to move with you, not against you. That means no bunching, no riding up. Tommy John is so confident that if you don't love your first pair, you will get a full refund with their best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. If you prefer to shop in stores, you can also find them in 1,200 retail locations across the country, including Nordstrom's. I love Nordstrom's. Nationwide, Tommy John, no adjustment needed. 
Give three Fs about your underwear and upgrade with Tommy John today. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash even money for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.slash even money, 20% off. Um I love it. I love it, Steve. Now, just for clarity's sake, what were your what were your bets again? One bet, best bet. Teaser, San Francisco, Kansas City, both down to minus one and a half, two units. Do you, um, what do you think of my underdog bets? You know, I actually look towards the favorites. I, I, I made the case for Tennessee being fatigued and Kansas City being undervalued. I'm going to make the case that Green Bay could be in big trouble here, and here's why. San Francisco's D was awesome the first half of the year. I don't know if they ran out of their Tommy John underwear or what happened the second half of the year, but San Francisco looked uncomfortable, Ross. And I think a big part of that was some injuries, Quan Alexander, et cetera. They've got D. Ford and him back. Also, like we discussed that early bye week, but I'll say this. The one game they did not look uncomfortable the second half of the year was November 24th when they smoked Green Bay, 37-8. That was the only game in the second half of the year the 49ers held their opponent to under 20 points. Green Bay only got eight points. That was the second biggest statistical blowout in the NFL this year. If you look at a yards per play, there has to be a matchup situation going on with Green Bay and San Francisco there. And the Packers, they're 14 and three. They've only out uh, scored their opponents by just around 65 points year to date. That's much more like a 10 and seven team. So the stats say San Francisco and with them getting that week off, I think it was all the difference in the world. My only concern is Aaron Rodgers against Jimmy G. And, of course, that is a concern. That is why I didn't make a, a straight bet on San Francisco, but I do think the Niners win. And, and nothing on the, uh, the totals for either game? Nothing jumped out to you there, obviously. I have nothing on the totals. If you're looking to make a few prop bets, why don't I go ahead and give one out? You know what? Let's give Tannehill under 238 passing yards. Uh, I got to feel Tennessee's just going to pound the rock the first half, and then they'll have to evaluate with Derrick Henry. And with Tannehill getting 80 yards the first two playoff games, you know, 238 looks like a mile. Two units under 238 Tannehill pass yards. What a great show. Man, that was awesome. Thanks, Steve. Very good stuff there talking about. Last weekend, Dave Mason. This weekend, we got the two-team teaser going. Hopefully, you guys will join us. Hopefully, you'll listen to the Fantasy Feast podcast with Joe Dolan if you want to play DFS on Sunday. And if you want an even more in-depth breakdown of these games, you got Greg Cosell on today's Ross Tucker Football Podcast and Dan Orlovsky on tomorrow's Ross Tucker Football Podcast. So, You have come to the right place, my friends. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft, all available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.